What is up, everyone? I haven't done one of these in too long. Um, it's a lot of work to do in the middle of um, all the other work that I have to do. But we are in the middle of an election season. This one's going to get me in trouble because unlike all the other episodes I've made, this episode is going to be an argument. I'm going to argue why you cannot vote for Donald Trump again. At the four, I'm very sorry to lifelong Republicans. You know, I'm very sorry to these Americans because, unfortunately, because of the man who is now the head of our government, your entire existence now meets the moment that you find yourself in. And that causes a lot of confusion for a lot of people. That causes a lot of anger for a lot of people. That causes a lot of confliction for a lot of people, a lot of paranoia for a lot of people. It just means that this is what happens when someone who is not a Republican is nominated by the Republicans, who acts like he's a Republican, but whose behavior and actions and choices as president actually point to him being un-American. And I will argue for specific behaviors of why he is un-American. What is this argument that um, you can't vote for Donald Trump? If you call yourself an American, you cannot vote for Donald Trump. Why? Because all Americans love their country. They rely on the Constitution to give them guidance and a clear view of what their future looks like, what their day-to-day looks like, what our rights are, what the government's abilities are. This is what the Constitution stands for. All Americans love this, right? Donald Trump, though, does not love this. Donald Trump hates the Constitution. Donald Trump exploits the Constitution. Republicans who have fallen in line behind Trump also find themselves taking advantage of the Constitution. They exploit the Constitution. They find themselves in positions of power and then use the Constitution to justify bad, wrong, or evil actions. And in this episode, I'm going to lay out constitutionally exactly what Donald Trump is violating. It's an endless list. It has been going on since the first day he's been in office. Too many people have been ignoring this. It's been out in the open. It's been reported on since day one. People who have left that administration have been telling us what has been going on since day one. So that's why it's our fault. We, the people, have allowed our government to be corrupted to the point where now it's being used against us. This has never happened before in American history. In this episode, I'm going to lay out that argument. You know, I I really do feel bad for lifelong Republicans. Because it's not a bad thing to be a lazy voter. You know, it's not a bad thing. Um, But someone decided to run for president who never was a Republican, never believed in Republican principles or ideology, and who's just made the Republican Party his vessel for which 
he has succeeded. And you can put success in quotes because, you know, we can do a whole episode on the election of, of 2016 about why people voted the way they did. But I genuinely feel bad for these Americans because they're genuinely conflicted. They're genuinely confused. They're genuinely angry because of their confusion. And I just wish that they would pay attention to actual news because they wouldn't be so confused. You know, I wish they reconnected with their youth in that, like, Fox News was not in existence when they were young and they were happier and more productive people. So I just wish that they would make that connection, right? And it's like, it's, it's, it's because of ideology and belief that they do not make that connection. But maybe, hopefully, this election allows them an opportunity to. Because really, these Americans are being played for idiots by their elected officials. And that's completely backwards for where it's supposed to be. And we could dive in in other episodes about why it's so ass-backwards. But for now, this episode is literally going to be an argument for if you call yourself an American, if you love your country, you cannot vote for Donald Trump. But it's really frustrating because I sure as shit did not vote for this guy last cycle. But I didn't think he would act like a foreign agent president. You know, like this has been insane. And now he has Dick Cheney as the attorney general who's fundamentally kind of pulled our entire system of justice toward a direction that it was never supposed to go in. And I hope that this election allows Americans to see this and react because he really needs to lose every state. We need to get our way of life back. And what I mean by way of life is the entire system of the American government is there to push forward, not to yank everyone backward. And for the past three and a half years, that's what we've all been experiencing. And that's why we're all angry and confused and paranoid and all the other emotions that come out of the last three and a half years. It's literally because of Donald John Trump. That's it. And this election, the weight of this election, this referendum on him, requires these Americans who have entered the voting booth every four years and voted the same way every four years because their dad did and their grandfather did, this moment really hits them in the face. And that's why you see a lot of them run away and run into their little rabbit hole and not want to talk about it or just recede into their belief because they don't want to own up to the fact that they have destroyed their own country. They don't want to admit the fact that we may have a compromised, sitting president of the United States. No one wants to admit this, but it's an actual reality that we are weighing every single day with every single action that this man takes because it's utterly insane. There's no explanation for some of these things. And that's the weight of our responsibility. The weight of our responsibility is to prevent the destruction of our democracy. That's the weight of this vote. It's not just any other election. This isn't just about Democrat versus Republican. This is about the definition of America. And we have a sitting president of the United States who has hollowed out our government to the point where 
everyone who is now employed in that government cowtails to this guy. Anything that he believes, they just have to bend the knee. That's not the American government. That is not the American government. I have no idea what government that is, but it's not ours. It never has been, and I hope to God that it never will be again. Because this election gives us the opportunity to exit this insanity and get back on the road to progress. Because what I'm seeing is petrifying. You know, you can make one mistake, but knowing what we know now, having lived through three and a half years of these actions and this behavior, if you go into that voting booth and make the same mistake again, then you are un-American. Because my entire argument lies on the fact that all Americans love their country. Right? You're seeing, we saw the summer of unrest that we did because there is a gigantic portion of the American populace that does not get that love reciprocated to them. They never have. And it's fundamentally corroding their love in their own country. And rightfully so. Because I, as a white American, have been able to move to a new, to a new city, work hard, sacrifice, and progress. And there's other people in this, in this country who do the same thing and who do not. And it's not because of a lack of effort. Right? We have a sitting president of the United States who tells us that isn't true. That's just one nugget of what's so bad about this guy being the president, right? Because he distorts reality. Because he doesn't want to accept reality. That's not who the American people are. That's not who we are. And we must reject this. We must reject a lazy, insecure version of the American reality. And that's all Donald Trump has served for his Freaking, how many years has he been in our lives? Just think about it. And for how many years has America been an insane, crazy, self-destructive place that our neighbors and friends now don't like? It's only because of this man. My argument is that all Americans love their country. Donald Trump does not love America. So if you love America, if you call yourself an American... You cannot vote for Donald Trump. Why? Let's just start with the Pledge of Allegiance. Let's just start going line by line with the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance. Whose allegiance do, does our president have? Is our president allegiance to us? Or is our president in sole allegiance to himself? Anything that makes him look better, anything that makes him money, anything that helps him is what he does. That's not being a legion to the nation that you took an oath to defend and protect. That's just the first line of the Pledge of Allegiance. The second line, of the, of the flag of the United States of America. Are we sure that he is not paid for by Russia? Are we sure? I'm not so sure. I've saw all the evidence that is in public, in the public domain. 
I know the extent to which he has gone to cover up his taxes and to hide his taxes and to not make them public before the election. And I'm not so sure he's not paid by Russia. Because when there is enough, when it, when it smells like enough eggs, there is a bunch of rotten eggs somewhere. There's too much smoke not to be fired there. So for the second line of the Pledge of Allegiance, I'm not so sure that his allegiance is to the flag of the United States of America. The third line, to the republic for which it stands. Does Donald Trump believe in the republic for which it stands? Because the republic for which it stands stands for a representative government, which is what democracy is. Does Donald Trump believe in democracy? Or does Donald Trump act like a king? A Republican form of government, the republic for which it stands, means that we vote for people who then go to work. Donald Trump thinks that he can make laws himself. He thinks that he can dictate our departments to do what he wants them to do, rather than what their mission is. So I do not think he stands for the republic for which it stands. I think he stands for himself. One nation. Does Donald Trump act like we are one nation? Does Donald Trump speak like we are one nation? Does Donald Trump even talk to a one people? Or does he talk to only the people that support him? Under God. Does Donald Trump believe in God? Or does Donald Trump use God? Does Donald Trump violate Americans' constitutional rights in Lafayette Square to hold up a Bible as a prop upside down in front of the Lord's house. Does that seem like a guy who believes in God? Or is it a guy who uses God? Indivisible. Donald Trump's one mission since the first day he's been the president of the United States is to divide and conquer America. You do not divide the United States of America because in our Pledge of Allegiance, it states that we are indivisible. We are supposed to be indivisible. Our leader, our federal leader, is supposed to believe in this indivisibleness. Donald Trump has actively divided America since the first day he's been in that office. If that isn't reason enough to not vote for him, if that isn't evidence enough that he is un-American, then I do not know why you have ears. With liberty, does Donald Trump believe in liberty? Or does Donald Trump scare you over a slice of American life that has been with us since the very beginning? Does Donald Trump believe in liberty or does he scare you over immigration? Injustice for all. Does Donald Trump believe in justice for all? I don't think Donald Trump believes in justice at all. He just corrupted our laws to pardon his friend who helped him steal emails, helped Russia steal emails from Hillary Clinton. That's who he just pardoned. While he violates Americans' constitutional rights in Lafayette Square who are demanding justice. Don't you see the problem here? Every single line, every single word 
of the Pledge of Allegiance, Donald Trump violates. And before we even go into the Constitution, I want to dissect the oath that he took. He stood on the steps of the Capitol, raised his right hand, and in front of all of us and a tiny little crowd who he then tried to lie about, took an oath that he has destroyed. Mind you, George Washington started this tradition. George Washington never wanted to be president. George Washington was chosen to be president because he was the only person who could hold a fractured people together. George Washington answered the call of his nation each time the phone rang. Even after he retired, Washington was approached to man our army again. This is as an ex-president. And all Washington wanted to do was retire. And what did he do? He agreed to man our army again as an ex-president. This is the man who started taking this oath of office that Donald Trump has pissed on and destroyed. I do solemnly swear that I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States. He has not faithfully executed the office of President of the United States. He has broken the faith in that office. People do not trust the words that come out of that office anymore because of the way that this man has used it. And will, to the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. Donald Trump doesn't even work. He watches eight hours of television at least per day. Eight hours of television. How do you run the federal government of the United States watching eight hours of television? I am lucky if I watch two. And I don't have a job. This man is the president of the United States and he's watching eight hours of television. So he's not working to the best of his ability. He's not working to preserve the Constitution. He's working to torch it. Protect? He doesn't even bring up the fact that Russia puts bounties on our soldiers' heads. He's not even protecting the soldiers that he commands. And defending the Constitution, he hasn't even defended it. He's actively manipulated Americans' perceptions about the Constitution. And I'm going to rip into sections of the Constitution that this man violates. Because not only does he violate the oath, he violates the Constitution. He violates the pledge. He violates our principles. He violates our ideals. He violates our beliefs. He violates how we treat our neighbors. Now we're treating each other like shit because this guy has treated everybody like shit his whole life. Article 1 of the Constitution. Talk about sections of the Constitution that he fundamentally, that he and the Republican Party of 2020 literally violates. So do not vote for Republicans this election. Teach them a lesson. Section 1 of Article 1 of the Constitution states that laws are done by Congress. The president thinks he can make laws himself. The president just signed a law 
that created a program that didn't exist before he signed the law. That's not how we do things here. Can you imagine if Barack Obama did this? Barack Obama created a program with all Democratic votes and people were pissed off about this. Can you imagine if Barack Obama picked up a pen and created something out of thin air and told us all of this is what was going to happen? The right would be out there in streets looking like they do now. It's crazy, guys. It's crazy. So Article 1, Section 1, he violates. Section 2 of Article 1 states that every member of Congress should make their taxes public. Now, granted, this is Congress. The president is not a member of Congress, but come on. We all know that everybody who runs for public office should make their taxes public. It's really on us for voting for someone who didn't make their taxes public. Why are you running for public office, but you don't want to release your tax returns? It doesn't, it's an equation that doesn't make sense. The ingredients don't add up. If you want to run for public office, then you make your finances public. It's very simple. Section 5 of Article 1 talks, this is more about McConnell. McConnell better lose his job because in Section 5 of Article 1, it says that the neither house can adjourn when the other house is in session. And the Senate Republicans are like out to lunch every single day. The Senate is never in session. And that's all because of McConnell. The House has been pumping out bill after bill after bill after bill to help the country. And McConnell doesn't take up any of them. McConnell must lose his job too. Section 6 of Article 1 talks about how everyone is paid. How is our president paid? Because he makes his publicity stunt that as if he self-funded his campaign, which he didn't do. He makes his publicity stunt as it, like that he donates his salary, which he does, but then he makes, his family makes how many hundreds of millions of dollars since they've been in office? They made about $600 million since they've been in our federal government. Does that sound like the president donating his salary to you? Or does that sound like the president publicly saying he doesn't take a salary and then in private doing every single thing he can, putting his kids in positions of power so he can solidify business deals and real estate deals in other countries. I mean, come on. Why do we act like we're idiots? We know what this guy is doing. Section 7 and 8 of Article 1 talks about how only Congress can do taxes. Trump just cut the payroll tax himself. Do you realize, does anybody realize what that does to the Ferris wheel and what that interrupts? Payroll taxes pay for everything in our government. For him to, by himself, eliminate a payroll tax isn't just constitutional. It's going to destroy a lot of people's lives in the long term. Section 9 of Article 1 talks about immigration because immigration is as American as everything else because the people who wrote the Constitution themselves are immigrants. We are all immigrants. We are not native people on this land. We are all immigrants. But this president uses such a fundamental American quality of life and fear mongers, demonizes, and scares people over absolutely nothing. So while he was scaring you about a, a caravan of migrants, he was rewriting migration law. He was putting his kids in positions of power to solidify business deals in Turkey and Russia and Saudi Arabia. 
He was putting kids in cages and telling you it was okay. He was not doing his day job. He was not following orders. He was not reading intelligence. So while he's scaring you about immigration, which is a part of American life, all of this shit is going on in the background while you're paying attention to a moving van. So just in Article 1, Section 1, 2, 5, 6, 7, 8, and 9, he violates. He and McConnell and the Republicans violate. Article 2, Section 1 talks about how our government is paid for. Who is our president paid by? He's notably unable to perform the duties of office. The only reason why the 25th Amendment wasn't used because we have so many people who watch one television channel that an entire American political party was too afraid to do anything about it. Last section of Section 1 talks about the oath the president takes. This is really the fundamental fault line that I have with this president. He is pissed on Washington's oath. He has shit on the duties of that office. He has denigrated the respect and the weight that that office holds with the American people. And this is really the first time in our entire history where a president has disrespected the oath of office. We've never had a president disrespect the oath of office before because we've never voted for a non-public servant, non-lawyer, non-career... You know, he's a, he's a celebrity con man. What did you expect? What did we expect? Section 2 of Article 2 talks about the role of commander-in-chief, and you cannot be the commander-in-chief of our military if you disparage military members, dead people, veterans, the role of our military. You can't be the commander-in-chief. He exploited Section 2 of Article 2 by appointing loyalists and not public servants. You can't corrode the federal government because you have insane, un-American views and the American government doesn't follow through with what you want to do. You can't then gut the American government to put in people who just say yes to you. Americans are not as sensitive as we need to be about the destruction of our daily life because of this guy. Section 3. He has lied in his State of the Unions... He has used the stage of the State of the Union to serve as a political prop. He has denigrated the sanctity and solemnness along with purely political moves. Section 3 talks about he shall take care that the laws be faithfully executed. He has done the opposite of this. He has denigrated law in this country. Section 4 talks about treason. And that was proved during the Senate trial. They just voted not to hear evidence, so they didn't have to vote to convict him. Bribery is in Section 4, 
and we heard it on the cell phone call with the Ukrainian president. High crimes and misdemeanors was definitely proved during that Senate trial. They just voted not to hear evidence for the first time in our history. You know, because for the first time in our history, we had a president who has committed high crimes and misdemeanors and who is eligible to be removed from office, but we had one of our political parties be so cowardice to Fox News that they voted to not even hear evidence. And treason is war against us, right? In, in my opinion, information war counts. And our president has been engaged in information war against us since during the 2016 campaign. Every single day he has been in that office, Donald Trump has been engaged in information warfare against his own intelligence services, which is our intelligence services. And to me, that fits the definition of treason. It's really insane that one of our political parties has no balls. They have no balls. They have no structure. They are literally enabling feeble, weak-minded, wrapped in an elephant as a party. Because this man's actions and conduct and behavior as the President of the United States has demanded everyone to remove him. And they haven't, because they're all cowards. And they're all probably making money, too. Section 4, Article 3 of the Constitution talks about federal powers, domestic tranquility. Donald Trump has used federal powers to cause domestic violence. The episode in Lafayette Square and sending unidentified federal troops, little green men, around different cities in the country violates this section because it says that Section 4 of Article 3 states that we will work with every state to prevent domestic violence. The President of the United States has used his office to cause domestic violence. He's perpetrating violence against his own citizens as the President of the United States under the guise of law and, and law and order. It's crazy. He also violates the Bill of Rights. He violated the First Amendment within, I think, his second day of office when he tried to block an entire religion from entering the country. He violated the Fourth Amendment in Lafayette Square. He also violated the Fourth Amendment when he tweets and talks about information that is harmful to America. Specifically on social media. He uses disinformation purposefully to lie to the American people. He also violates the Ninth Amendment by disparaging public servants daily, whistleblowers, inspectors, generals. It harms the people's understanding of their own government. That people do not understand matters of their own government because they're too busy listening to a vengeful, small, feeble, weak-minded uh, dictator-oriented idiot who could be paid for by a foreign power. It's really... It's, it sucks to say out loud because I've been saying it for four years, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a drastically real possibility. 
that we all have to just kind of pause and accept and realize that that's why it's so important to not make the same mistake again. If Donald Trump is on the ballot, if you call yourself an American, if you say that you love your country, then you cannot vote for him again. And this is why.